0: The Medical College of Wisconsin, Office of Student Health and Wellness presents Well, 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 where each episode, a very special guest and I discuss what it means to be well in the world of health science education. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Well, Well, Well. Very excited about this episode. Jenny Bacchus, a medical student, and I discuss nutrition, and nutrition on a budget, and nutrition with a busy schedule, I think very applicable to our student body. Jenny studied nutrition and dietetics at St. Louis University. She's a registered dietitian and first-year medical student at MCW Central Wisconsin campus. She has a sincere passion for sharing nutrition with others, which stems from her personal experiences with overcoming childhood obesity, her four years as a Division I athlete, as well as feeding her prior nanny family with seven children. She believes that fueling our bodies properly should be practical, affordable, and, of course, delicious. I hope you enjoyed this episode, everyone. Be well. Hi, Jenny. Thanks so much for being here. Um, I usually like to get started with all the guests with the question of what's one way that you've been promoting your wellness or taking care of yourself recently?
1: So recently, I've been making sure that I get my 20 minutes of sunshine every day, even when I feel like I don't have time for that. Being outside just makes me really happy. and I like to usually do it in the morning. It wakes me up in the morning as well. Again, even when I feel like I don't have time for that, I have it on my to-do list for the day that I have to get outside, especially um, anyone listening who has lived in Wisconsin for any period of time knows that. We have to take advantage of the sunshine when we have it now.
0: (laughs) I was going to ask, yes, I know the weather's been so amazing for those listeners who don't know. It's late September 2021 right now that we're recording this episode and the weather has been like high 60s, low 70s and sunny for pretty steadily here it's been amazing <laughs> I've yeah. been definitely spending a lot of time outside as well yes <laughs> I it makes it begs the question Jenny as you mentioned Wisconsin right and the weather isn't always so kind to us and the sunshine um, is a bit lacking in winter is there anything differently you do during the winter season or how do you how do you get your dose of vitamin D when we know it's a bit of a struggle up here
1: I actually just moved from St. Louis. I grew up in Cedarburg, outside of Milwaukee, um, and then moved to St. Louis for six years. So we had a little bit nicer winters in St. Louis, but I do still. And this this year in Wisconsin, I aim to get outside, um, and just bundle up. Um, I know I've talked to a student who moved from California to um, attend the Milwaukee campus and I, I told him I said make sure you get one of those long coats and a scarf and proper gloves um, and I still try to I'm still aim to get outside even when it is cold usually at um, when it's below 15 degrees. i <laughs> That's a little <laughs>
0: chilly for me. Yeah. But
1: um, we are really fortunate to have a YM, two YMCA's here actually in the Wausau area. And one of them has a pool with giant windows in it. So even when it hasn't been the best of weather, I've tried to just swim laps there. Um, and I, I really enjoy that why location versus the other just because it has those big windows so i'll probably use that to at least get some type of sunshine and no, i know it's easy when we're studying all day to not know what time of day even it is other than our watches so i feel like it's it's good to just um spend a little bit of time outside or let your body know what time of day it is. But it's certainly tough in the winter here in Wisconsin. So
0: yes, I love your point, though. I tell people the same thing. I know, especially if you're coming from a different region, of course, it's really challenging to make sure that you're still getting outside when it's 25 degrees out. But as far as the mood boosting power, you know, if you're able to bundle up and go snowshoeing or hiking or skiing or whatever sort of winter activity you can find or just a short walk um being outside is still so beneficial and we do have we do still have some sunny days in winter and those days can feel really really nice and rejuvenating if it has we've had a lot of cloudy days which is probably the majority of winter oh thanks for sharing yes i love that and i love the indoor pool idea i definitely do that in winter at my local y as well so Jumping into nutrition, that's why you're here today, Jenny, is to drop some knowledge on us um, about nutrition. I'm wondering, first off, what are sort of your tips for grocery shopping? So while someone's, someone's at the store, what are some of your top tips?
1: So I would say first and foremost, I like to write mine at the beginning of the week before I go grocery shopping, but I'll kind of just have in my mind, or I usually write down actually, okay, this week, I'm these are going to be my two, like main meals, or three main meals. Um, this is what I'm gonna eat for breakfast, lunch and dinner. And then I just write the ingredients down that I'll need. And then I'll also write if I whatever snack foods that I want. And I think this is super important because meals that we can make based off the foods that we purchase. I also think Efficiency wise, if you have a list, it makes it a lot faster. And as medical students, we're busy and the fat, I mean, ideally it it seems counterintuitive, maybe like spending the five to 10 minutes to make a list, but it really does save time. And it also saves money. It's a, it's a lot more difficult to just grab extra snacky foods, which tend to add up um, in our growth, final grocery bill. If we have a list. Um, and I'll even write on my grocery list, okay, I'm going to buy one or some weeks, two foods that aren't on my grocery list. And that's kind of my like fun thing for the week. But otherwise, it's it's tricky. And I think having a list also, again, when we're stressed or really hungry, it can end up with an unproductive uh, grocery trip, Right. even yes. though we have a lot of foods in our carts. It also can result in additional grocery trips to the store later in the week because maybe we forgot something or we run out of something. You might just look at the total price, but if you look at the unit price and compare how much does this cost per ounce or per item, there might be a substantial difference. And sometimes they'll even get you on the sales. They'll put something on sale and it's actually more expensive per unit price for the on-sale product. So- paying attention to that and then also I do eat meat and meat can be somewhat more one of the more expensive items that I buy and so if something is on sale and it adds is actually a good price even if it's not on my grocery list for the week I might say okay ground turkey's on sale this week it's a good deal so I'm gonna buy it and I'm gonna stick it in my freezer until next week And then next week I don't have to buy the meat. Um, But then I know like I got at least, you know, maybe I got $2 off a pound, a dollar off a pound of um, ground turkey, something like that. And I actually, so I've noticed the price of food has gone up. My grocery bills have gone up and I kind of wonder what in the world was going on. So I did a little bit of research and I looked on the USDA website and um the cost of food both at home and in restaurants has gone up 2.1 percent um in restaurants over the year and 3.3 percent uh sorry I had that switch 3.3 percent in restaurants and 2.1 percent in the grocery store which doesn't seem like a lot but but it definitely can um add up and then also kind of a fun thing that I found is the food that has gone up the least um, over the past year has been fresh vegetables, which has only gone up a half a percent in price. Sure um, so I think, again, as medical students, we're on a, a budget, we're on a time crunch. So paying attention to those things, um, starting with the list, paying attention to the price and whether things are actually a good deal are really crucial for us. Right. Um, as we enter the grocery store.
0: I love your, your first of all, I love intentionality. I'm a planner myself. So mm-hmm. I love your points about making a list and sort of having a plan before you enter the store, right? Maybe your, your meal planning, you pick your two to three meals, as you said. But then also if you're able to, allowing some flexibility in there, right? Because food mm-hmm. can be fun and nutrition can be fun and saying, okay, as, as you said, two items, um, off the list can be purchased today, right? Like I can be a little spontaneous. I can allow some spontaneity on this trip. And I think that's really important you know, if, again, if you're able, if your budget allows to, to add some flexibility in there. Um, so how do you work nutrition in, not just on a budget, but also with a busy schedule? So what, what are some, I guess, grab and go meals or what are your go-to items? Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, But I would say, as far as working it into my schedule, I take, I think the most important thing is taking that five to 15 minutes of time to write down a plan at the beginning of the week, as I mentioned, with a grocery list. Um, So for example, I might say, this week for breakfast, um, when I'm in a rush, I'm going to grab a hard-boiled egg and berries. Um, for breakfast, maybe I'll have oatmeal with walnuts and apple slices because they're in season and that's a nice warm breakfast. Um, and then for lunch, maybe I'll have a quinoa bowl with, um, roasted vegetables and turkey. And then for dinner, I'll have a crock pot chicken and vegetable soup. And then for snacks, I'll have mixed nuts and sugar snap peas. Those are kind of my I plan that. I just write it down. It takes, it really takes me about five minutes to do it. Um, And then I'll include in that just for my treat. I really like the Yasso ice cream bars. They're like Greek yogurt ice cream bars. When I, when I need something sweet, they're a good treat or I'll have a dark chocolate, some dark chocolate. Um, And I will, I'll add those to my list because otherwise I find myself scrounging for things that And maybe eating more larger quantities of treats that I wouldn't, um, when just like one dark chocolate square would satisfy me normally. So I would say that's, that's the first thing is taking that time to plan and then going to the grocery store or the farmer's market. Um, I know we're kind of at the end of that season, but there still are farmer's markets going on. They can be pretty inexpensive to get like all your produce for the week for like $12, which is pretty, pretty inexpensive. And then you can also get local things. So that's great too. And then I like to chop and prepare everything at the beginning of the week. Um, and it seems kind of daunting to some people to say meal prep. It takes so much time and I do disagree that it can be quick. For example, this week I made soup and I took the 40 minutes to make the soup and chop up my fruits and veggies for the week and now they're in Tupperwares in the fridge and when I go to campus today, I can just grab a Tupperware, put it in my bag and be out the door and it's yeah, so yes, I took the 40, 45 minutes at the beginning of the week to do that. But that'll feed me for Monday through Friday, the rest of the week. And then I would say make it, to make things easy, um, have snacks also ready. So I liked, I enjoy mixed nuts um, and then like berries, dark chocolate. And so I'll just put them in little Tupperware containers and just have them like ready, easy to grab. I think that is the most important thing is When we're in a rush or stressed, it's so easy to grab snacks that probably aren't the most beneficial for us nutrition wise. But ultimately, we are trying to develop into the best doctors that we can become. And in order to do that, we have to be strong students and really fueling the right way will allow us to do that. And so I think this is super important that we're eating foods that are going to make us feel well and make our brains ready to learn. Um, So keeping those snacks and meals just ready to go. And then I we are really fortunate here in central Wisconsin, we have a little snack or break room and we have a fridge and freezer. So I always just keep something in the fridge or freezer, whether that be I have some little egg souffles that I'll keep in the freezer or a bag of frozen veggies. And I just keep them there just in case so that if I do want to stay and study, I have an option there and that I'm not leaving campus because I'm super hungry. And and for people that maybe don't have that option, I think just keeping something healthy in your car so that you aren't tempted to do that. Fast food stop, where I know on campus in our break room, we always have like brownies and chips, fun snack foods, which are okay sometimes to enjoy. And we should enjoy them sometimes, but every single day might not always result in the most focused um, study session for the day. So I think just having it available and easy to grab is
0: is the key. Right. What would you suggest people focus on if they do end up in a pinch and have to, let's say, stop at a little cafe on campus or a gas station, or, you know, maybe they are avoiding the fast food, but they're ending up at a at a place that has sort of like your typical gas station or cafe food what should they focus on when they make that purchase
1: definitely that's a great question and it's going to happen to us all of us um, at some point or another I would say if you eat eggs hard-boiled eggs are a great snack that most gas stations will have quick trips up here continue to amaze me they have so yes. much <laughs> it is absolutely wild but they actually do have like vegetables on um, cut up and sometimes it's like celery or carrots and you might say okay that's not going to fill me up that much so maybe you do like celery and carrot cup and then on the side you'll get like some mixed nuts or maybe you even do want like with it or a cheese stick pickles if you enjoy pickles they can be a great great Mm -hmm. snack that I mean I think they're delicious I'm trying to think what else I guess I always try to think how can I get a, a fruit or vegetable in with a snack and then I always try to incorporate some type of healthy fat or protein into any time I'm eating because I find if I just eat a carbohydrate source, I I get hungry really quickly after again. And again, as medical students, we're busy and we don't want to have to take the time to stop and grab something else again two hours later, or we don't wanna be distracted from clinical rotation or studying whatever it might be because we're hungry. So for example, instead of just getting an apple, I might have an apple with like a tablespoon of almond butter or half an apple with some mixed nuts, whatever it might be that you enjoy. I try to get that like healthy fat in there or some type of protein. Um, And that's why I mentioned eggs because they have the healthy fats in them and they have protein. So they're really, they're a wonderful cheap and pretty easy um, way to get both of those things all in
0: one. Great, yeah, I love. We have to do a shout out to Quick Trip because <laughs> Quick Trip is not a sponsor, I swear. But <laughs> that would be neat. Um, but Quick Trip is an amazing gas station. My husband and I have been. During the year of 2021, driving all around Wisconsin and hiking the Wisconsin State Parks, our goal is to cross all of them off this year. And we only have six more to go, so we're going to make it. That is Um, so exciting. Yes, definitely. But we've never, you know, we generally do pack snacks, but we've never been reticent to stop at a quick trip either because of the wide variety that they have and that you can still eat relatively nutritiously from a quick trip. Um, and so we've hit up a lot of quick trips this year. Mm -hmm. I think we would be remiss if we didn't acknowledge that our students are living in different areas of Wisconsin, right? We have a campus in Milwaukee, Wausau, Green Bay, Jenny's coming to us from the Wausau campus, and that many of our students are originally from different regions of the country as well, or maybe will later relocate to a different region of the country or even a different country, right, altogether. Mm -hmm. So when we're, we we have to acknowledge that nutrition, you know, culturally, it looks different. Food looks different from one region to the next. And previous to recording this, Jenny and I were kind of laughing about Wisconsin and, you know, not always having the most nutritious options right on hand, let's say in a deli, for example, or something like that. Um, And the food that we tend to isn't always the best. So Jenny, what are some things that people should consider when they're relocating, adjusting to a new environment, say from like going from maybe a more urban area to a more rural area or someone, you know, moving from California to the Midwest?
1: Yeah, that's, that's a great point, Carrie. And I think the most important thing is to be aware that there are differences there. As you mentioned even if we didn't move for medical school um, to a different region, at some point or another during our career, it is very likely that we will move to a different region. So I think being aware of those different differences and how we might need to change our routine to still fuel ourselves properly and stay time efficient and on a budget, um, so I think first, there's a difference in stores. Um, so that can be something to get used to. I know in when I lived in St. Louis for the last six years, I did a lot of shopping at Costco and Trader Joe's, and there is not a Costco or Trader Joe's within an hour and a half of me now. Wow. And, um, I, I, I mean, i was so sad. When I found that out, which grocery shopping is one of my favorite activities. So so, um, to some people, it might not be as big of a deal, but knowing what store options there are, I think is, is another thing. Um, In the Milwaukee area, I know they've within the last 10 years or so, they've put in so many grocery stores. So you have so many different options and I think picking which choice is best for you um, for your budget and the foods that you enjoy is important and then if you do move to a a new area again just kind of scouting out like what different stores are out there um I know here in Wausau I like to shop at Aldi because it keeps the price down quite a bit um and I, I think that's another thing is keeping in mind the pros and cons of the different areas so, for example, here in Wausau, it is a lot cheaper to grocery shop than where I was in St. Louis. I mean, almost half the cost for wow. a grocery bill. Um, it's pretty, pretty significant. Um, and maybe there's students, I know there's a lot of um, California students on the Milwaukee campus. So, for them, Milwaukee might be a lot cheaper than California was. Um, Another thing is the availability of the products. So we kind of mentioned like easy to grab, healthy choices already, Um, but in, when you're in a city, it's a lot easier typically to find more grab on the go, healthy choices, like a salad, or maybe you find like a healthy sushi, um, something like that versus here in Wausau, it's a little bit more difficult. Um, to find those healthier choices. Although thank goodness we have quick trips, right? (laughs) Um, But just being aware of that and then planning. So, okay, maybe I need to pack my lunches or plan a little bit further ahead if I'm in a more rural area. Um, Another thing to students that are newer to Wisconsin will be if they move from the coast, they might not have the fresh fruits and vegetables like they're used to when they're out of season here. Um, they're more expensive and they're more difficult to find and also seafood fresh seafood is another thing that we're in the midwest so we just it's not as readily available as it might be in other places um so again just adjusting so for fruits and vegetables and also seafood as well it's not quite as good but you can freeze it um And that's another option, fresh fruits and vegetables, they lose no nutritional value when you freeze them. Um, So they're the same. And so that's that's another great option is fresh fruits and veggies, or even now when they are in season, I think something a lot of people forget about is if you have a fresh fruit or vegetable now that you think is gonna go bad because you're not gonna eat all of it in time is freezing it. Um, Just making sure it's in a tight container and you can freeze it and then save it for during those winter months when we don't have quite as much of it um, available to us.
0: Wow, Um, that's a really good tip. I love that. I was um, it's so it sounds like basically there are pros and cons, right? So as, mm -hmm. as the example you shared, when it comes to budget. It might be helpful to be in a more rural area, right? Mm -hmm. You could save some money grocery shopping, but then at the same time, availability of food, the access to healthy options that are kind of more grab and go. It might take more intentionality, right? More planning ahead than maybe what you're used to living in another region where those things are more readily available. So
1: definitely some ups
0: and downs to both sides. Mm -hmm. I have to ask Jenny, what is your all-time favorite meal? what's your favorite recipe? Mm,
1: So people will laugh at me, but my favorite meal, I would say is um, my mom and I will make this kale salad together. And people hear hear kale, and they instantly turn their noses up. But I promise I've gotten so many people to eat this that would never (laughs) touch vegetables. Um, So I just we massage the kale together with olive oil, salt, and then like lime, fresh lime. Mm-hmm. And that's like our dressing. So it's very minimal. And you literally massage it like someone, someone's shoulders. Um, and it tenderizes the kale and kind of gets rid of that bitter flavor. And then I'll add blueberries. Pomegranates are really delicious when they're in season. So that can make like a great Christmas salad if you're bringing a dish Um, and then shelled pistachios and usually if I want to splurge cost-wise if you've never tried Bella Vitano cheese it is absolutely delicious so I'll put that on top or a a sharp cheddar which is cost-wise a little bit better Um, and then if I have avocado I love to use half an avocado and then I top it with a poached egg if I just want like something a little bit more filling. Um, So that's definitely one of my go-tos is that salad and then poached eggs. I love to put on top of salads or even roasted vegetables. It's Mm. really delicious and like easy, again, super cheap. um, And eggs keep a really long
0: time. So that's another great thing about them. Oh, that sounds delicious. And yes, uh, massaging the kale is necessary, right? Mm-hmm. Like I've, yeah. I've definitely grabbed a salad, like a grab and go type salad where the kale was just cut up and put in there. And it's a game changer. <laughs> it is. You, it absolutely Massage is. it. It makes for a completely different experience, but that salad sounds amazing. I might have to give that a try actually. What are your favorite resources for nutrition and meal planning? So if um, fellow students are so inspired by this episode, and they want to do some more exploring. Where where should they go?
1: I love to use Pinterest just for ideas. Um, I am not a huge recipe follower, um, especially as far as cooking. Baking is a little bit different, but cooking, I like to just have an idea, and then I. Roast and stuff together and uh hope it turns out (laughs) um but yeah so I'll usually use that when I'm creating like my list for the week of what I'm gonna make also if restaurants if I try something that I'm like this is delicious and I want to learn how to make this I'll try to figure out by like tasting it what's in it but sometimes actually usually if you ask what's in something they might not give you the exact recipe but they'll give you most of the ingredients and then you can go home and try to make it or something similar with similar flavors um so that's something kind of fun and then I also started writing a cookbook in college with um one of my roommates so when I kind of feel like I hit a stumbling block, like I keep eating the same thing over and over again. or I want something, a new idea. I will go back to my cookbook that we started writing, kind of for ideas of how do we make fuel ourselves as athletes, um, in a in an inexpensive way then. Um, but I really think it's just about getting those ideas, whatever resource you have, um, getting the mind going, and then you kind of make individualize things to what you like um, so that it can be both delicious and good for you and time efficient
0: right I love that idea of asking a restaurant I've never thought about that but that's brilliant (laughs) that's a really great idea
1: my mom actually, she used to do that and it used to bri- drive my brother and I absolutely nuts because we were so embarrassed. Yes, because, of course. But it really, now it's like, oh, okay. That's that's a good idea because if you taste something that's delicious at a restaurant, why can't you make it at
0: home? Yes, I love that. And as you said, that just keeps things interesting, right? I think mm-hmm. sometimes when we're craving um, going out for meals, it's, it might be because the meals at home have gotten kind of stale and dry, and that gives us an opportunity to really expand. Yes, exactly. And then if students, again, are like so inspired by this conversation, they want to connect with you, how, how should students reach you? I think my
1: school email is probably the best way to reach me, which is J, as in Jenny, Backus, B-A-C-K-U-S at mcw.edu. And I love talking about nutrition. So any students that want any new recipe ideas or tips as far as keeping things healthy or budget friendly, whatever it might be, I absolutely would love to help.
0: Thank you so much. And I'll go ahead and put your email in the show notes as well. So if anyone missed that, you can check it out in the show notes. Well, thank you so much, Jenny, for being here. I think I loved this conversation. I'm so intrigued. Although I don't know much about nutrition, it's something I find really intriguing. So I have no doubt that we have students who will be very interested in this topic. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me. It was an absolute blast to um, share all of this with you. And truly, it's something that I love and I'm passionate about. So I appreciate you having me here, Carrie. Yeah, thanks.